Alright, so we were talking about how we both thought moving to North America would solve our problems. And not quite. Okay. Like, yeah, from my perspective, like, because I, I had grown up um, in the foreigners class, like, that's why, like, for, like, for the longest time, um, like, you know, into the years, like, becoming a teenager, I didn't really feel like I belonged. It's because, like, yeah, you're part of the foreigners class. Like, you're a yeah. foreigner. And these are the regular Filipino kids. Yeah, that's what they call them. The regular sections and the foreigner section. It, when I when I when I got when I got into first year high school, uh, they changed it to the they changed the name. It became a little more PC. They called it the multicultural section. And I was like, really. Yeah, and I was like, "Fuck you guys!" It was the foreigner section for seven years. It it'll always be the foreigner section. You can't change this shit. Like you gotta you gotta fucking own up. All right, like don't 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 be changing it this way, trying to be a little oh, like oh we're so like politically correct. Like no, fuck you. There's a foreigner section for life. Right? I've already been scarred. <laughs> yeah, like no, I'm just scarred. Like I, I mean, some of my best friends come in the foreigner section, and we always have a laugh about it. Um, but yeah, that was that. I guess that was my experience, and that was that was the reason why I thought moving back to Toronto uh, would solve that I guess that I don't want to say yearning but I guess that confusion about uh, like my dual identity yeah that frustration because uh, like, it wasn't about the dual identity at the time it was about finding your identity well yeah yeah and only now do we know it's dual or maybe now we understand like, there's a duality what, 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 yeah that, that duality um like duality has its own complexities, but there's also a certain simplicity to it. Where it's like, and I guess for me, it's like I've kind of accepted that I don't, I'm not fully, I'm not fully Canadian. Yeah, and I'm not quite fully Filipino. And I say not quite fully, like I would say I'm about like ninety percent. Yeah, Filipino, like ninety percent. But there's always that ten percent that's kind of like that's not quite there. Um, yeah. 10% or 20%. That's it. It's just not, it's just not quite fully there. Yeah. Because of like my experience growing up. And it's not a, and it's not about, for me, it's not about being one or the other. It's just sort of, it's, it, it's, it's a matter of being content, being somewhere, somewhere in the middle. Yeah. In between those. Um, but I mean, like, yeah, that's where that's where it came from. Me, like, where was your first? Like, where did where did your confusion about your identity come from? In the sense that, like, because you technically only got your your American citizenship when you were seventeen. Yeah. Was it because? Yeah, I, I want to hear in your words. Um. Like, like, what was? Like, yeah, what was the reason for it? Only because it was a an advantage. Right, like American citizens had it better. Period. End of story. Right. So, mm -hmm. like, that's that's why they pushed so hard, and I didn't care at the time. I guess the only time I started feeling odd about it was after college when I worked in sales. It was very, very, very difficult for me to relate, and I was I was very outgoing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I just couldn't relate. I was like, "What? What the fuck are these guys like?" I can't. I can't. I'm just not on the same wavelength. 
and then they give you shit for your accent. Yeah, okay. and then when that guy speaks, that guy loves. That's you. interesting to me. Yeah. So you only felt that later on, like well, it, like and I mean, if we think about it, like quite recently, like within the yeah. last five years, within like the it last was five after years. graduation, yeah. yeah. Because like I like I felt it pretty Way much but, like all my life growing up in the Philippines, even in kindergarten, like I always felt different because they like because like I said, we started out all the same. There was no foreigner section, so I I would like I would get picked on um, mm. by by the Filipino kids. And when I, when I first moved there, I couldn't speak a word of Tagalog. So like, they would say it was funny because like when, when we when we when we got off the plane, I thought we had landed on another planet. <laughs> I literally thought we were on another planet, and we were talking to aliens, because the weather was like unlike it was unlike anything I'd ever f- experienced in my life. It's hot as fuck, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, imagine like I'm a five year old kid. The only world I've ever known is is Canada. Not even, like, the entirety of Canada. Like, specifically Markham, which is a suburb right outside the city of Toronto. It's part of the greater Toronto area, but, like, it's it's one of their suburbs. And to me, I was like, um, like, that was the whole world. Like, the, wor- the whole world is o- can only be like this. Mm. Right? My young mind. And then, when I got to... Yeah, when we landed in Manila, Nayi Airport, the second we got off the plane, like, me and uh, my two brothers, Mike and Anton, all our noses started bleeding because of the heat, like the sheer heat. We're just like, where are we? Like, what is this? Then I go to school, and then all these kids start talking to me in a language I've never heard in my life. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah, there's a lot of talking to me at Tagalog, and I, I remember, I literally remember crying that very first day. I think I might have been sent home early. And I was, I was crying to my mom, and I was like, we're like, where are we? Like, we're not, like, we're, like, we're not on Earth. Like, we're not, like, we're, like, you know, like, what is this place? And she's like, you know, if it's the Philippines, it's where you're from. And I'm like, I can't be from here. <laughs> like, how can I be from here? I can't even talk to the people that are from here. <laughs> you know? Uh, yeah, so I felt it all my life. Oh, yeah. Whereas then, like, when I t- understood, like, okay, I, okay, like, you know, getting older, it was like, all right, I understand. Like, the world has more more than one language, <laughs> right? It's, it's more than just English. There are multiple languages. And uh, Yes, I look like these other kids. Right, and, that, and I guess that's like that's that's my ethnicity, that's my heritage, but I always, always, always felt like an outsider. Even at that anyway, I felt like an outsider. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, because when I was dating, um, I was dating. Oh, should I mention her name? Should I not mention? Yeah. 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 yeah? No. Anyway, I was dating. Well, I was dating my college girlfriend. Okay. Everyone knows who that Sorry, is. Sorry, what was her name? Huh? What was her name? Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> We'll, we'll we'll keep names out for now. Um, I mean, not for nothing, nothing against her, but like maybe she just doesn't want her name to be out there. So, but anyway, I was dating her, and she she's a predominantly like the Gaelic speaker. Yeah. Right. I remember like um, yeah, all her friends would kind of comment on on the fact that I that I just spoke English all the time. All the fucking time. Yeah, not all the fucking time, but like, you know, it would be a thing. It would always, it would always come up. It would always come up. 
Not as not as much as it did in in high school, I guess. But like it was there. Mm-hmm. It was a topic. Like when yeah, it was a topic. And anytime I'd be introduced to anyone, like I could feel it. You know. Okay. Uh yeah. So yeah, I always kind of felt like I wasn't, and and that was like I guess that was like the ten. The, or maybe like 20% at the time or maybe even more that I felt like yeah like I'm not really Filipino, Filipino. like I'm not really like Filipino Filipino yeah and then I come to Toronto and after a year I'm like oh no I'm like more like no this this wasn't like a 30% of not feeling Filipino it's more like 10 <laughs> like 5 <laughs> hold, like, on, hold on hold right, on like, so, like 90% of me is Filipino so like, we've mentioned an ex-girlfriend we mentioned an ex-girlfriend. And we mentioned dating in Canada. Yes. Like, do, do you want to go there? Yeah. Let's go, we'll there. go there. We'll go there. We'll go there. Um. <laughs> okay. I mean, you know the story, but for your audience, I'm glad to tell it. Um, and this is, this is where I started to feel the difference most keenly. Because I was like, yeah, I can, like, I can, I can kick it with, like, Canadian girls, you know? Like, on the surface, I'm Canadian, like, I've got the accent, like, they don't know. Yeah. You know, and I'm, I'm pretty westernized in my values or whatever the fuck, right? And I'm like, yeah, got this. Um, so I started dating this girl. First off, she's vegan. Do you know what vegan means? <laughs> At the time, no. I thought it was a type of vegetarian. Like, I really thought, like, oh, yeah, they just, you know, they're, they're either vegetarian or they only eat organic stuff. Like, I don't know. I did not know that it meant, like, they did not consume anything, anything that uses animals. Like, any, any byproducts of animals. So that's not even, like, not even just food. Milk. Is it hey, just milk, like, anything. Like, milk, yogurt. I mean, like leather, like anything to do with animals. Like oh, really? Even leather? Yeah, yeah like just yeah, like yeah. any 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 byproduct Fair. of an of an animal or, or whatever. So, I, I, first of all, I, I didn't understand that, and I almost couldn't comprehend it. <laughs> and then, like, she explained it to me, and I'm like, "Oh, I see." Oh. And I'm just like, "Listen, I can't, like, I can never become a vegan. Like, like you do what you want to do." But, like, this is just something, like, I can't, like, commit to full-time. Like, I can't become a vegan. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I get it. And I'm like, no, no, no. I need you to get it. Like, you don't know where I come from. Like, meat is, like, the staple. <laughs> like, vegetables are, like... Meat like, and rice. Like, how many... Yeah, it's, like, meat and rice. Like, I don't know how many fucking vegetables, like, we really have in terms of our dishes. But, like, it's all meat and rice. I mean, like, she was cool about it, to, to her credit, but, um, one of the funniest things is that, yeah, when I, when I, when I met her parents for the very first time, um, like, she introduced me and everything, and I was like, alright, I got, I gotta bring, I gotta bring my A-game. You gotta bring, um, like, a banana, banana leaves? Yeah, banana leaves. No, no, I, like, I, I have to bring my A-game, I really gotta impress them, you know? And then I'd impress it, be like, oh yeah, I'm the shit. Just be like, just be the most courteous, polite, humble, 
Asian person that was that, had, uh, that has ever been raised. Um, right, so I meet them, and I'm just doing everything by the book. Everything that I've ever done with any girl's parents that I've ever met. And then she kisses me on the lips, right in front of them, right in front of her dad. And in this moment, I want to die. Like, I'm just so out of my element. Like, I must have turned pale. Like, I could feel my eyes just, like, dilate. Yeah, dilate and bulge. And I was looking at her, and I was just like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, bitch, are you trying to get me killed? <laughs> are you trying to get me murdered? I'm like, what are you doing right now? Right, and I must have said something to that effect. She's like, oh, don't worry about it. Like, it's not a big deal. And I'm like, how can it not be a big deal? Are you crazy? Are you, or what do you, like, do you have no concern for my well-being whatsoever? He's like, oh, no, like, my like my dad doesn't care. Like, you know, he, he, like, I've told him everything about you. And I'm like, first of all, how the fuck does he not care? Second of all, what do you mean by everything? <laughs> it freaked me out. So, question. No, for everyone to get context, what would have happened if you kissed her in front of your mother? Ooh. If I just, like, went for it? Hey, same, like, in Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, my mother's a type that would... That would go go to lengths to like yeah, yeah. she's a very Asian woman Asian in the sense that like she would not make a scene mm-hmm. but she would pull me aside and be like hey it's inappropriate okay okay <laughs> you know like she would she would not hesitate to tell me and yeah she would pull me aside and say it and if I mean if it, if the girl was like a white girl yeah that spoke no word of Tagalog obviously she would just say it in 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 Tagalog. Yeah, she would just chew she, you she, out. She, then. she chewed me out. Yeah, she would chew me out in Tagalog so that like, <laughs> so that like my you know, my girlfriend or whatever would not understand. Yeah, but but she would pull me aside and be like, "Hey, that's inappropriate," and like we don't even know her. And she would have been like, "You motherfucker." Yeah, she'd be like, in yeah. Tagalog. She'd be like, "Yeah, not cool." College girlfriend dated her for two and a half years. Never kissed her in front of my mother. Never, never. <laughs> Holding her hand was like rolling the dice. <laughs> like the first time I held her hand in front of my mother, I was like, "This can go really, th- like this can go okay, or okay, really or like really badly." Like yeah. Best case scenario, she doesn't say anything. My mom was like sort of okay with it. I mean, she was yeah, she didn't really, you know. By that time, she knew her. Mm. And it was, you know, it sort of got like the approval, like, yeah, it's okay for you to date her. Okay, okay. If I brought her home on like, fuck, the fucking first time, kissed her right in front of my parents, which been like, oof. <laughs> <sighs> Holy shit. And Vigo, I was out of her house um, for, for Thanksgiving year. Again, she kissed me right in front of her parents. And I'm like, are, are you trying to get me killed in your parents' house? Your home, like, what are you doing? What are you, why are you doing this to me? Why, like, why are you doing this to me? 
and like in retrospect maybe i should have said something but then like it was just like i was too asian to say yes but also too asian to say, say no. no yeah yeah it's just like oh like i like i gotta meet them halfway and like this is their culture but yeah. also like i'm dying inside <laughs> yeah. i eventually like acclimatized to it yeah i went by by their rules or their, their customs or their pace or whatever so yeah it'll be okay but it was just like it's just interesting to admit that initially when I was when I was on my way here like I was just so excited for it I'm like yeah man like yeah I'm gonna like date outside my culture it's gonna be fun it's gonna be different and I just I'm in that situation and I'm like oh no <laughs> hey, I'm not prepared for this at all <laughs> And I'm very, very scared. <laughs> so, interesting like interesting conversation about that. Um, I'm not used to it too. I, I I don't know if it's a faculty of me being Asian or. I guess no. It's a faculty of you being Asian. I'd, I'd say. I'm just I'm, I'm not very straightforward, and like you know like, unless I really really like you like I won't, I won't be super aggressive, and. So you, you dated girls from here, right? Yeah, yeah. So I dated this yeah. one girl, and uh-huh. um, I asked her, like, "Do you want to get lost, like, in for like in the area, walk around, or do you want to come back to my place and watch a movie?" And I'm thinking, I'm like really gonna watch a movie, right? Yeah, that's so, yeah. There's no Netflix and chill. Yeah, there's no Netflix for you. And it's chill. like actually watch a movie. Yeah. So we watched the whole movie. And like, like from start to finish, and I'm I'm liking the movie, right? And then she just says like, like almost to the ending, you know, this is where like most guys would try to take off my clothes. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm sorry, what? I'm like literally like, what? Where did that come from? <laughs> and um, it's just interesting. I didn't uh. I didn't do anything. I was like, "All right, yeah." I just, I literally, I just, I was in such in, sh- in such a shock. I just said, "Well, I'm not like most guys." Question mark. <laughs> um. And, and then did she appreciate that, or was she? Was she nah, taking she back? did. She did not appreciate. Oh, it. she was like, "This is the like this is the time that most guys take off my clothes. Why are you taking off my clothes?" No, so 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 she left the topic, and then. And no, then, no, I mean, like, but that's what she meant. But at the end right? of the date. Yeah. And I said bye. And I just, like, you know, like, that friendly hug, and, like, I left. The, the, the hug with, like, a little, like, with the space. Like, yeah, with the tap, with the, the pat the, on the back. The pat on the back, and space for the Holy Spirit. Yeah, dude. <laughs> and I just hear her under her breath say, this is the most confusing date ever. I'm like fuck to you it's like seemed fine to me like, <laughs> yeah. I asked you if you wanted to watch a movie and we watched a movie yeah so I, I don't know if it's like looking back no no that is a function of you being Asian yeah the same thing happened to me um, yeah when I was dating that vegan, vegan girl uh, we, we went and watched a movie at the theater right yeah and then like well she had a car so she dropped me home and then yeah we did the awkward like yeah this is I'm like yeah this is fun and the like Awkward like hug yeah. thing, um, and then when we actually started like dating, dating like you know, uh, when we got like more serious, she was like, "Yeah, like I I would have, I would have kissed you like on that first date," and I was like, 
really? Oh. <laughs> you know, I was just like, oh, oh my. <laughs> that's true, that's true. It's like, just... I, like, I, like, I don't kiss on the first date, <laughs> you know? Like, <laughs> I was taught not to. <laughs> like... I was taught to show the girl a good time and then make sure she got home safe. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, like, what? Yeah, it's it's very interesting. Because, like, you're playing by things that you you think are ideals. Mm. Um, and I, I don't know if that part is genuine or not. Like, maybe a part of it is genuine, but it's interesting because when I met m- my girlfriend now... <laughs> She yeah. like on on the first date. I I knew, like there was just something about her, something about us, mm. and like all every tradition could just go fuck itself. Like I didn't think of anything or any ideal. Like I just I just wanted her. Well, well, okay. And I get what you're saying. I'm not trying to make an exception to the situation, but. Could it be that part of that process was expedited because you'd known each other from college? Like, you weren't close, but you knew of each other, in a sense. Yes and no. Like, yes, in a, right? in a way where Angel, Angel and I never, like, never spoke a word to each other. Okay. In college. Okay, okay. But like, but like you, but yeah, you never spoke a word. But like, you knew of each other. But we knew of each other. Yeah, yeah. Like she knew me. She knew like kind of like the group that you were hanging out. Yeah. with. Yeah. You kind of knew the group that she was hanging out with. So you weren't like total strangers. That's fair. That's like fair. we were in the same like we were in the same program. We graduated the same year, and like we know, we know each other's common friends. And, I and and like maybe this is just this is just my opinion from the outside looking in. I think that definitely had a factor. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah. I I think and it's sort of just... expediting that situation. Plus, there was the understanding that like that if it were to ever be a thing, it would be a long distance thing. So like time is just like of the essence. So so that know? like that last part, everything else I agree with except for the last part. Oh yeah? Okay. Yeah, we didn't think of this at all. We were like, "Oh, fuck." Okay. We were living in the moment. Yeah. So, it did give me an advantage, the history, because her mom was like, okay, cool, you know, like, you knew this guy from college, and yeah. that's why you're allowed, like, you're allowed to go out with, the, with this stranger <laughs> from Chicago. <laughs> Again, that's more of an exception than than the norm, because, like, with every other blind date, it would it was, like, what you're taught, right? Mm-hmm. Like, okay, do I... Do do I do this? Do I do that? Like what? Like I don't know. I do, I guess we we just weren't taught to be malende. And like is by our parents. Is anyone ever taught to be malende? Malende is flirty. Yeah. Is anyone ever taught? That's true. Certainly not an Asian culture. Certainly yeah, but we were taught to be not malende. Versus like. You can be taught not to... You're not taught to be Melinda, but, like, yeah, you're... You're taught not to be. Yeah. And here it's just, like, a... 
True. It's a flying festa, a fiesta of tender. I think dates. maybe because, and maybe this is this is a theory that I'm pulling out of my ass, but there aren't really any dire consequences of being flirty here, like in this society. That's true. That's true. In the sense where, like, like, it's hard to create a bad reputation of yourself. I mean, like, oh, yeah, this guy's just, like, this guy's just, like, flirty and, he like, he's a player. When nobody can really know who you are. In the sense of, like, the networks here yeah. aren't as... Tight. Aren't as closely, Tightness, yeah. like, intertwined and interconnected as it is in Manila. Because Manila, like, it's so, like, all it, all it takes is one. Like, you create a reputation of yourself with, like, with one girl... Or two girls as it. a player, yeah, and everybody knows that you're a player. Yeah, all their friends know, friends of friends know, because it becomes a thing where it's like, oh, like, oh, you're dating that guy, like, well, this is what I know f- about about him. I agree from I agree. my friends. It's a lot of, you know, unwarranted vetting. <laughs> unwarranted? No, I think it's warranted. I think it's warranted. Unsolicited, sorry. Unsolicited. Yeah. Well, is it though? That's true, that's true. Is it all unsolicited? Because I like to know. I would I like, like th- I like to know what I'm getting into. I would and like I'm sure to the know. girls like to know what they're getting into. It's just and everybody plays plays by those rules. I think it's it's but that's how it spreads so quickly. Like the unsolicited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh. And, and and the reason why is that again, like if you've if you go if you go to more or less like the same colleges I mean like nobody like once you go to Manila, no one really leaves Manila. Unless you go to another country. Yeah. It's very rare that you go to another province for a work opportunity. It's usually all in Manila. So everybody gets to know everybody. Like the degrees of separation are, are very um very small. Whereas here it's like man, no one really knows anyone. Yeah. I think that's why it's so hard for introverts to move here. Mm. To the United States. Because you don't have that nexus anymore. We went to, to be honest, like, I'm pretty extra. I don't know if I'm extroverted. Like, I'm pretty outgoing and all that stuff. But, yeah, I mean, the the network of friends that I have here, you just can't compare it yeah. to the way it, to the way it's structured in Manila. It's just really not the same. Yeah, there's no brigada. No, no, no. I did find something almost as close. Um, in Jersey. Mm. On my first year. None of them were Filipino. It was great. But, like, one was Irish, one was... Like, yeah. Mm. No, not to say that you can't develop close relationships. Yeah. I mean, like, but, I have, and you can, but it, it's not the same thing where, like... Um, like, if I'm friends with that person, I won't know any of their... Like, we won't have any common friends, though. Yeah. You know? It's it's hard. Here, I've I've lived here for two and a half years, and I haven't found that... That break either. In Jersey... I don't think you can... I would say yes because yeah. like there were people from the gym and I saw them five times a week. Mm. So, you know, like it, it is what it is. And it, it, it was something special versus here. I've been here for two and a half and like, I don't really want to hang out, hang out. No, I'm not, yeah, not yeah. going to go out of my way and, you know, spend extra money and, and go out. And just right. Dare I say even shower for them. <laughs> And it's funny because like we all keep in touch. No, of course, man. But here, here's what I wanted to bring up, because uh, you mentioned earlier, um, 
how like after moving here you found that like you've you've deliberately chosen certain Filipino values or traits that that you want to hold on to yeah and other ones that you probably let go of right yeah in, in favor of like let's say American values do you sometimes wonder if like we just have the you know I, I guess like the double-edged sword of on the one hand not not quite belonging to either culture and suffering su- you know quote-unquote suffering the sort of consequences uh, that come with that in favor of the privilege of being able to cherry pick yeah the values that we that, that that suit you know that suit our circumstances yeah i i would say that yes it is a, a double-edged sword in that in that in that sense right mm-hmm. And I would also say that I would I would rather have that. Is it a defense mechanism though? In, in terms, do you, do you what? wonder what a defense mechanism in terms of in terms of like because like because we've never felt like completely and and totally um, accepted into either culture that we're just like well whatever. Like I'll I'll choose a bit of this and I'll choose a bit of that, and no one can tell me anything. Because. Like I'm like I'm right like I'm I'm in the middle of it anyway. Yeah, you know, and you wonder like is it is it right to do that? Is it wrong to do that? Or is it, again, is it is it just something that, is it like a sort of luxury or privilege that we're afforded because we're dual citizens? You know what I'm getting at? Yeah, I think. I'm I'm in the camp of it's more of a privilege than a luxury, mm. because you're just exposed to more, right? And in 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 any given field, as long as you're exposed to more, you you end up cherry picking like what you what your favorites are, like what you stick to, what your principles are. Like say, you study like the whole of Stoicism, right? And you favor Seneca, or mm-hmm. like maybe a bit of Seneca, um, and a bit of the other philosophers, like one or two guiding principles. Right. right. It it just goes the same with culture. It's just that other people aren't afforded. Like okay, yeah, cool. Like they only know America. They only know know Illinois. They only know New Jersey. They only know like mm. the Philippines. Mm-hmm. So. Hmm. And that's why we don't belong. It, it's because we've experienced more. We know more. So we we won't be able to help but compare, like our specific ideals, like with the situation at hand. Like I wish this was more like America, like at internet speed, you know, like all that. Okay, jazz. but because we've been exposed to more, does that necessarily mean, um, that with like that we're we're validated in being able to choose for more in the sense of like let's like as an analogy like let's think about religion right like is it i mean technically like if you're supposed to believe in a certain doctrine or a certain religion like you kind of take it you have to take it as a whole yeah rather than cherry pick the parts that you like 
like right and then catholicism like it's the ten commandments you can't just yeah. be like well i only believe in commandments one through seven fuck eight nine and ten you know what i mean like yeah. you have like you have to ascribe to all you know what i mean well it's very interesting because catholicism has branched out into like multiple subsects right like, well, they're, so, they're Christian sex. Yeah, Christian sex. But, like, they cherry-pick. And, like, that's what happened. I'm not saying they're right or true. wrong. But, like, that's that's true. that's human nature. True, 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 true. Yeah, I don't know if they're validated. But, like, that's what happens. Like, Seventh-day Adventists. Um, what is it? Method- methodologists? Um, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, Methodists. Methodists, there Methodists, you go. Baptists. Baptists, yeah. Born again. Yeah, no, born again Christians. Yeah, so that, that all comes from Christianity. But Christianity is a sect of Judaism as well. So yeah, okay. Yeah. You got me there. You got me there. Yeah, no, I'm just wondering if, like, if, yeah, if we can be, if we can be allowed to cherry pick certain certain values over others I think we can I know we definitely can I, I I just don't know like where do you draw the line yeah, yeah right that's that's where where do you personally draw the line so it's it's interesting because I don't I grew I grew up in a very eclectic I had a very eclectic upbringing. My mm-hmm. grandparents. Um, you were raised by your grandparents. Yeah. And like we shifted in that. Um, and I have odd role models. I don't have a, like a, a father figure mm-hmm. or a mother figure. So I cherry picked everything that I okay. liked about the other person. And then I, I tried to make it my own. Mm-hmm. So. So so that's why I'm very I'm very for cherry picking because that's the only way I was able to cope hmm. and thrive. Because otherwise, like I'd be I'd be so fucked. So 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 that's 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 why I say it's a very, it's a very personal case for me. Okay. Where it it worked out very well. But it almost sounds like cherry picking for you, um, became a matter of like almost like survival yeah then eventual advancement so something you had to do I guess where my questions are like all coming from is cause like when we moved back to the Philippines like my father was just like listen like th- like this is like this is who we are no matter no matter what you sound like no matter what no matter what your passport says no matter what's on paper like what runs in your veins is pure Filipino blood. Interesting. Mother interesting. and I Filipino. He's like, yeah, Filipino lahat tayo. Tung bayan natin. Huh? Yeah. Like I mean, like that's like I mean, he never said it really in those words, yeah. but like that's what he was getting at. You know, I, I didn't realize until like many, many, many years later, probably only within the, like the last two and a half years that I really understood. I'm like, oh, this is why he brought us back. Okay. Okay. Probably for family reasons as well. Like his his mother was very sick. So he wanted us to get to know, like, all our grandparents and everything, um, you know, before, you know, before the clock run out. Um, but yeah. But I could see, like, he was playing the long game, and much of it was that. 
because I guess maybe you could see it. Maybe you could see like, you know, um, just like, like second generation Filipino kids growing up, yeah, right in 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 other countries, and he's just like, you know, the only thing they really know about their culture is like the second hand, yeah, like it comes from their parents, but even that that uh, it's not it's not the same as being completely immersed, immersed. yeah, in in that culture in our society. So that's why he brought us back. And so for me, yeah, it becomes this point of like contention where it's like, am, like, is it permissible for me to cherry pick? You know, knowing that like, I guess, yeah, my my father brought me back to the motherland for this reason. You know, like he wants me to understand what it means to be Filipino. To be a Filipino, he wanted to raise me um, as a Filipino. Yeah. Like, is it is it really is it really right for me to go against to, that? To go, yeah, not really necessarily to go against that, but to be like, well, you know, this is okay, or like I'll hold on to this, but not quite this. And again, having lived in the Philippines for like twenty years, yeah, like, should I should I even be should I even be afforded the luxury of of cherry picking? Should I even am I even validated and grasping for that? Um. I don't know. I don't know. Okay, okay, okay. And a part of it comes from the CSA thing where it's like, yeah, you're a foreigner, and it's like, okay. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to keep blaming it on that, but, you know. Because, yeah, that's a, that's a weird thing. That's where I always feel caught in the middle because it's like, I can blame it on that all I want. Yeah. But then it's like, okay, sure. You, you, think you come to the country that you were born in, technically, right? Uh, come back to Canada, come back to Toronto. And it's like, no. Oh. Like I'm, I'm definitely more Filipino than I am Canadian. <laughs> you know, like no, like I, I still have a very Filipino approach. Yeah. <laughs> right. Or it's just. I agree. I agree. It just. At at this point. I think. It's been so long, if it's four years now, that I forget what's Filipino and then what's just me. So I just I just really? I just think it's just me. Mm. Yeah, and also because my coping mechanism is to be eclectic about like being eclectic and selective about my traits. Mm. So all I know is like it's me already. Versus being Filipino, although, gosh, every time I come home, I think it feels great. It yeah, like, doesn't it? It feels like home, home. And I think that's one of the things that's pretty. Like, when I came home, I thought, like, yeah, okay, it'd be great. Like, I just see, you know, I'll see my family, i see my friends, you know, yeah. people that I miss, and then it'll be good. But then, like, it, I just started to miss, like, so many other things. Apart from those things, I mean, those are always the two biggest. It's family and friends, but, like, so many things. So many little unquantifiable things that I yeah. that I really really not miss not doing any laundry not <laughs> doing your own laundry yeah no 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 but just like <laughs> sorry that's not a small unquantifiable thing that's a very big <laughs> yeah, quantifiable thing, thing. Yeah. very interesting experiences the last few years yes sir damn alright I'm getting tired how about you yeah then we gotta call it and this is this is it for the first episode. 
I'm gonna have to cut it up into like three episodes or something. This is a <laughs> this long, is long. long conversation. Whoa, I think this is like a three-hour conversation, really. Probably. Yeah, because a while ago I checked at twelve fifteen. Yeah, we were already the an first hour one yet. was an hour and a half, so whatever this is. This it's two o'clock. Fuck. Yeah, it's time to sleep. Yeah. All right, man. All right, man. Thanks for doing this. Oh, dude, this is actually really fun. I was very surprised.